freak of the week. Such a beautiful day. Welcome to Freak of the Week. We got sweaters and hands And I don't wanna wait. Yellow and welcome to Creek of the Week, your Shit's Creek podcast. I'm your host, Josh. I'm your co-host, Eric. And we are here to watch Season 6, Episode 12, The Pitch. The Shit's Creek Pitch. Three left. But what, you want to make some predictions about this? Um, I'm thinking it's about the field upon which teams play football. European football. The pitch. Uh, yeah, okay. I was going to say, do they call it the pitch in football? I thought that was the gridiron, but yes. That's American football. I'm talking soccer. about the classic football. You mean soccer? No. I believe they have slightly different rules. Really? No. <laughs> I was stating a fact with confidence to see if you'd buy it, and I think you might have. Uh, yeah. Stating a lie Like I know confidence. shit about soccer. <laughs> I just recently learned that all of the different pitches are different sizes. That I didn't know. That's good to know. Yeah, I I don't know. I figured since it was a rectangle that they'd all be the same size, but apparently they vary like fucking baseball fields. That's interesting. This yeah. episode could also be about like really black liquid. Isn't that what pitch is? Uh, yeah, like, like tar. tar. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's those, a, those are the only you, two things. Uh it could be a sequel to Pitch Black. Oh. It could. It could also be like a typo, like it could be about a pitcher, like to hold water, and they just they just got cut off before they finished typing it. Or it could be about a female dog and a typo. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> the bitch. That's the first time you've told that joke, and it makes me laugh. Uh. <laughs> um, I think it's actually about like a like a business pitch, though. I yes, I want to say that they go that Stevie and Johnny and Rowan go to New York to pitch, pitch a giant expansion of Rosebud. Yeah, and I'd say that while that's happening, probably Moira, David, and Alexis, I anxiously ponder the possibilities of a move. Oh, okay. I can't uh, read that right now. Well, you nearly said it word for word. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> I thought you were reading it. That's weird. All right, before we get into that, we only have three episodes left, so we need to really up our game and get in that last burst of listeners and downloads. Yes. That's the goal with these last three episodes. So bring the content and go. Okay, uh, first, I know this will bring in a lot of listeners. One more bit of soccer trivia. Oh, good. Apparently, up until the 1980s, uh, soccer was used pretty much just as much as, if not more, than football, uh, terminology-wise, in the in the United Kingdom. Hmm. Why did it stop? I do not know. I was unable to find an answer to that wow. because that was my first question. Like, why did they switch? That fact Is was it, like a hand job with no finish. Did well. My thought was. Oh, because Americans started playing it and calling it soccer, so they decided to be contrarian? I guess. Maybe yeah. some of our UK listenership could chime in. I don't know. Um, also, our Canadian listenership. I don't know what they call it in Canada. 
I don't think they play it. They're too busy hockeying it up. Mm. And playing Canadian football. Yeah. Um, do we have any uh recommendos to get into Nintendo to get into? Um, let's see. I have one. Okay. Why don't you, why don't you go ahead and I'll decide if what I've got qualifies. Loving is what I've got. Well, yesterday I finished nah. uh I know. I finished uh Cobra Kai, the the oh, newest okay. season. So and, did we. And um I think it's been said before, but I want to, I just wanted to give kudos to the what has to be the incredibly difficult tightrope act of making a show that's deliberately cheesy but doing it in such a way that it doesn't completely lose the audience. Yeah. I just I can't imagine how hard that must be to to balance cuz it's it's so cringy at times. Yes. But yet I I main I remain excited to see the next one. It it also had a, a pretty good chunk of going back to last week, week before, I don't know. Uh, it also had a good chunk of narrative talking about the making of the show itself. In uh, the uh meeting about like they started, I don't know, maybe oh, the yeah. I guess yeah, I the next to last way, episode but... where they're like, bring in blue mats. Definitely, you know, that made people hype. But what do we do to get women in? It, our demographics <laughs> show it's mostly middle-aged males and their sons. <laughs> when you put it that way, that the existence of that scene makes a lot more sense. Because when I when we watched it, we're like, I was dumb. Uh, oh, but yeah, they're just talking about making Cobra Kai as a as a meta <laughs> joke, which is very popular right now. Thanks, Matrix Resurrections. Check out our last episode of Johnny in a Minute. For more of our thoughts on that, I'm sure they added that scene in response to Matrix I'm Resurrection. Sure, I'm sure, even though I, I think it was actually at, no Matrix Resurrection beat it by like a week. It might have come out literally the exact yeah, same time. I don't I know. know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's I just don't understand why I like it because I I genuinely do, and there's so much there to dislike. Mainly, all of it is. Uh, What's his name? Crease. He said she's so fucking doesn't make any. His existence and motivation as a character doesn't make any sense. His existence and motivation as a character is I am an evil character. <laughs> yes, it's the opposite of of we were talking about sex education a few weeks back. He is just evil to be evil. Yeah. Um, What's the cruelest thing I can do? And then do it. See, my my counter to that is like. Okay, great. I'm fine with him being... I mean, Kreese is effectively like, you know, just a plot device. What's what's the dumbest, evilest thing I could do? Yeah. Um, well, I utterly hate and loathe every one of the LaRussos. <laughs> they are bad. They are the worst season. people on the planet. <laughs> I, I mean, I get it, but I still like them. Like, uh... I th- it's something that the writers managed to do because yeah, they are fucking terrible. <laughs> they really oh. every one of them. Yeah, except the mom none maybe. Of them have Dan- any slightly re- slightly <laughs> redeeming features. Daniel's mom is kind of cool. Hey, uh, yeah, I guess for the oh, and the cousin, cousin Tony, he's a Larusso. He's kind he's of a cool. piece of shit too. He he tried to fucking jump Johnny in the earlier season. His new girlfriend oh, that came true, in this yeah. season was cool. Yeah, that was fun. She was nice. (laughs) This is the test. (laughs) 
Yeah, they're a bad. Uh, they're bad parents. I mean, everybody's pretty, pretty bad people. They need to learn to communicate, and it's so clearly written by fucking Gen X trash. <laughs> that everything that happens is so unrealistic to what actual children are going through. Yeah. Oh, it's frustrating, but yet it's a really good show. So. I, I did notice that this season they bumped up the uh, they bumped up the music budget by quite a bit. It's no longer like, you know, second and third tier hair metal artists. It's actually like secondary songs by first tier. Oh, I I just assumed it was all sound alike shit that they just composed that to sound like stuff that was popular at the time. They did have a a big. I don't want to do any spoilers, but there was a big celebrity music number in the finale that was fucking weird that was bad i actually fast forwarded through it because i hate that person i i had never seen her before i'm sure i've probably heard some of her music in a grocery store or something yeah but not a cvs i was like play what's this oh and we're just gonna do we're just gonna do a whole song yeah huh it's like, it's like i was telling you about that show arcane that animated show that is has crafted this this beautiful world of incredible animation and then they put in like modern pop songs with the vocals on it and just completely pull you out of it and that's kind of how i felt when i was watching that scene um it, it was bad yeah that was a weird way to spend like a lot of money <laughs> uh, probably a lot of money and also like a solid 4 minutes of the finale yeah it was it was strange. Yeah, it was very, very goddamn bizarre. Anyway, I still recommend the show. It's still good. It has a lot of heart. It is exactly the show it was in the first couple of seasons. Yeah, it's it's something. I wouldn't go so far as to say I recommend it, but if you liked those seasons, then I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Uh, anything else? You got anything else? Um, I watched a... I don't know if I'd give it a full-throated recommendation, but I watched Belfast. Oh, really? I thought about it. It looks a little bit of a bummer. Is it a bummer? Um, it's not as much of a bummer as it seems like it ought to be. Okay. Like, just from looking at it, you expect, oh, it's black and white and yeah, Northern Ireland, 1969, so this is going to be a real fucking shit show. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, it is not as... It's not as bad as that. Um, it's got some pretty good performances. A uh, couple of really good ones. Uh, uh, Dame Judi Dench and uh, Kieran Hines are fucking great. And the lead kid, who's like 10, maybe, mm-hmm. is very good for a 10-year-old. Gosh, and it was, it was a little weird. The entire soundtrack is by Van Morrison. Ugh. Problematic um, gentleman. It is, as far as I could tell, all of the songs are old Van Morrison, right. so that helped. Um, <laughs> yeah, not his, not his new banger that came out over the last summer. <laughs> not the him and Eric Clapton. Uh, yeah, you fascists ain't gonna make me wear a mask or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I watched that, um, and yeah, I, okay, that's, I'd say that's probably a recommendo if you want something 
you know, kind of with some feeling. It's not light, but. But it's. It'll tickle your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good I think that's a good way to put it. Okay. I also uh, watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, boy. Bustin made me feel bad. <laughs> I saw your tweet. <laughs> That's too bad. So yeah. I, 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 I think I heard that it was like the opposite of Matrix Resurrections, and like they went way super earnest with it, and it suffered for that. Nostalgia is poison. <laughs> uh, the uh, one thing I'll give it uh, the. The lead girl who's in all the advertising material, her name, can't remember the character's name. Paul Rudd. The character's name is Phoebe. I can't remember the actress's name. She's very good and has a compelling screen presence and absolutely does a great job with what she's given. All right. Well, good for her. And Carrie Coon plays her mom, and it is a fucking waste. Okay. Unrecommendo for that, I suppose. Yeah. You know, speaking of nostalgia, can I bring one thing up? Uh, bef- and I'll try to make it somewhat quick. But we have been watching the Sex and the City reboot. Uh, okay. Just like that. Just like that. Okay, I can never remember the title of that. Literally every time I see somebody make reference to it, I say, what is that? Yeah, it's, it's a terrible name. And the whole show is terribly conceived. Um, and... And it it kind of ties into the nostalgia thing because I don't understand like where we've gotten with some of this stuff. Like, for one thing, I don't know what my what point I'm trying to make here is. I just think like a lot of this shit is really ill conceived, and I think Ghostbusters Afterlife probably ties into it. Another thing is, um, well, for one thing, let me start where I started. Uh, and just like that, they like assassinate their characters so badly in the show, and not for the reasons that they deserved from the original show, because there was plenty of reasons that they could have, you know, they could have cut down those women for being bad in the original. And this, they're just like, they've just written them bad just to have plot points, you know what I mean? Okay. And I don't get it. And also, they decided, we're going to do this nostalgic reboot of this show that millions of people liked. And the primary conceit and spoiler alert is that one of the important characters dies in like the second episode. And so then you get to spend the whole rest of it just watching this person you love be sad. <laughs> and it, it's it's really a bummer. And it's one thing when Dawson's Creek did it like late into the show's run where like everybody's they've they've had like had a lot of time to grow and like seeing how Dawson grieves is uh you know, it's an interesting look into the character, and I think it worked actually the way they did it in Dawson's Creek. But this yeah. it's just a bummer. You don't you don't want to go back to watch. You, you you want to trigger the nostalgia. You don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's frustrating that they would do that, and it also makes me think. And I don't know how all these thoughts are linking. I'm just ranting at this point. But that's fine. I, the the Boba Fett show. Um, I have. Mm-hmm zero desire to see that and it it makes me sad because Boba Fett I fucking loved Boba Fett as a as a young man as a teenager all of us nerdy teenagers in the 90s fucking thought Boba Fett was the coolest thing on earth why don't I want to see this show and it's I don't I think it's because 
I feel manip- my nostalgia feels manipulated. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I'm not making any big point by saying that uh, Disney is manipulating people and, but it's frustrating. I don't know what my point is. I'm fucking rambling and ranting. I'm sorry. I, th- I think uh, what you're, I think what's happening with that is that a Tamora Morrison's uh, blindingly laser white teeth are uh, throwing you off. I don't know who that is. Uh, he's the he's Boba Fett. Oh, I, like I said, I haven't watched it. I don't. I mean, I guess he was in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, that's that's weird that he would have that white of teeth for sure. Uh, yeah, and they're recent. Okay. Somebody, so he wasn't, one, wasn't one of my uh, one of my friends who's from New Zealand, where Tamora Morrison's from, and he's a pretty big star. Uh, point, like pointed out the other day, like I don't know what happened with Tamora Morrison, other than he got those fucking teeth, and that's really <laughs> those blindingly white American teeth. And I was like, holy shit, that's what it is that's been throwing me off, like. It threw me off of both those episodes. I was like, what is going on with his fucking face? Did he get worked on? Nothing obvious. Uh, if I do watch it, I'll pay attention to that. Yeah, it, it, he uh, recently had white teeth installed. <laughs> it really bothers me, and I, this isn't my original thought. Somebody tweeted this, I don't know who, but it, it really hit home for me that like Disney has the entirety of the Star Wars universe, and they the first two, maybe you said this, their first two shows was basically the same guy like mm-hmm. why would they do that <laughs> um <laughs> because disney is not as smart as they ought to be clearly and, they have fumbled star wars since they picked it up but and they are well i mean i think really really simply <laughs> they were like Okay, so we're going to roll out this Mandalorian show. It'll be pretty cheap. I mean, you know, we're shooting it mostly on this soundstage. It's going to be uh, great. We'll be able to run it up real quick production-wise. And we got Favreau over here. He thinks he has some cool ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that was a much bigger hit than they expected it to be. So, like, let's do that some more. Like, a tremendously bigger hit than they expected it to be. Yeah, I guess. But, like, Favreau for his faults is pretty good at making things people want to see. And, you know, I don't know. They should have well, expected, I, th- I guess. The, I don't think there was any way to predict how insane baby Yoda was going to be. <laughs> That's true. Probably. I mean, cause I, that drove a huge amount of it. So then they had a couple of production problems with some of their other shows, like, you know, whatever. And then they were like, okay, what's close to this? (laughs) And we can do it cheap. We don't have to have a bunch of lightsaber effects. I guess. Okay, we got another dude in a helmet. The great thing about having a dude in a helmet show is that fucking Pedro Pascal probably works for a day a week on The Mandalorian. Um, I'm given to understand he basically... I mean, yeah, it's all stunt guys, except for you know, occasional random bits and VO. Yeah. So. Um, that makes sense, but I, I guess it's the, I mean, we came up with, 
I don't want to say better. I don't know if Boba Fett's good or not, but I just think of the realm of experiences we had playing the West End Star Wars role-playing game back in high school and mm-hmm. how they had that same world open to them and they, they did the same fucking shit with the same guy, basically. I know they're different guys, but they look exactly the same. Well, okay, so... Going back to Disney isn't as smart as they think they are, or as smart as we would like them to be. Mm -hmm. And we got to really push this long, we're at 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I think it comes down to uh, some, a bunch of fucking uh, incel nerds Mm -hmm. didn't like The Last Jedi, and... have continued to scream about it for the past four years yeah, now. Yeah, they, they are still out there screaming. Um, And The Last Jedi, while it was engaging with the original trilogy in some what I thought were really interesting and fun ways, uh, took a relatively anti-nostalgia tone mm-hmm. and... Then their reaction to it was, okay, let's let's go back to something like, okay, re- remember the guy who basically remade the very first movie for his first movie? Let's do that again and make sure we get as much as possible the same. Yeah. Where I, I've had the position for years now, like, uh, Rogue One is... Uh, Rogue One, even though it has a ton of fucking problems, is conceptually my favorite of the new Star Wars movies because it's doing what you could do with Star Wars. You're taking yes. the huge Star Wars universe and like, okay, let's throw the let's throw a dirty dozen movie into it. Yeah. Let's do that. And that's the, you know, you can go really big and totally different from okay, there's this guy named Skywalker. Yeah. Or this guy named Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I I don't know. I, I don't like it, but I think that's what's happened. Well, I mean, it's happened happened a long time ago, so I, don't get, I guess I don't know why we're still bitching, and it doesn't matter. I just don't understand, and, and it seems like it's a trend, like bad nostalgia is becoming a trend, and I've noticed it in these three things we mentioned, Afterlife, just like that, and Boba Fett, and I, I've heard Boba Fett's yeah. that people like it, so maybe it's I, fine. Maybe I should shut the fuck up, but it doesn't appeal to me, and it should, and that's what's weird to me. In, in the uh, the first two episodes, there's a lot of Tuscan Raider content, it's, so that's cool. I've noticed there's a lot of Hut content in some stuff I've seen, or at least some Hut content. Yes, and the Huts. Yes, the Huts are my my jam, and that's the only thing that kind of makes me want to see it, just to see some Hut action. <laughs> Because I fucking oh, and, love that. <laughs> actually, something you might really like, uh, David Pesquese, who is an actor and improv guy. He played Blaze uh-huh. on uh, uh, Lodge 49. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, yeah, he's awesome. He, he's playing a Twi'lek. Oh, sick. <laughs> a really slimy piece of shit Twi'lek. See, so that's, that's fun. That's what's Like, it really should... I should want to, because Jabba's Palace was my favorite part of the original Star Wars trilogy. All the the Jabba stuff, that was my shit. And I should like, I should want to watch the show. I'm afraid they're just going to make it dumb. Anyway, yeah. we have got I mean, to move on. You know. We are I'm, at... I'm going to keep watching it, but we'll see. Yeah, all right. Well, I don't know what this whole rant was, but 
you know what? It's content, so fucking eat it up. I don't want to get off on a rant here. We definitely did that. 1-800-LACTOSE. All right, that's not a comedian that needs to be referenced anymore. (laughs) All right, guys, we've already read the synopsis. Josh did it on accident without knowing he was reading a synopsis, so we're going to dive into the pitch. Sweet, and it just cleared up. It's Schitt's Creek, for those of you who've forgotten why we're here. It's not Star Wars or anything else we mentioned. No. Although we are going to officially be doing a Just Like That watch-along podcast after this. I would I imagine myself. I'll be very confused. <laughs> Probably not. You would just think they're terrible people who are suffering and not interesting to watch. Okay. That's what I've gotten out of it anyway. All right. Three, okay. two, one. A pop original series? Fuck. 8.15. Roland still isn't here yet. Interior yeah. Rosebud Motel. The shits, Stevie and Patrick gathered along with a suburban. The shits are not here. The roses are here. Or, uh, why did I? That's weird. Help! Turn up a little bit. Listen, I think it's a very good sign that they've sent a jet. There's a jet? Can I come? I already asked. I'll swap out with someone. Stevie. Alexis loves to ride on jets. Okay, yes, she go. does. There's here the shits. Yeah. Stevie. Make sure they feed him lots of booze on the way. Johnny! Ooh, look at me! I'm you! Ah, <laughs> uh, he's wearing a suit. Fits me. We're completely very ill-fitting. The pants are very build. low. Yeah. He looks the same age as the day I met him. Oh, I'm sure he's Oh, but Roland didn't, isn't going to get a haircut for the big pitch. Boys, no. That wig stays the same. The Jocelyn's got a bunch of handmade signs to... Wave at them as they drive off. That's nice. Yeah. Rolly, there's mints in your pocket. There was a lot of onions in that omelet. Goodbye, my conquistadors. We are all relying on... No, we're cheering you on. Just wave. Just wave. Conquistadors. David's got his kilt and his Metallica black album sweater. Okay. Lower Manhattan. Nice drone shot. Feels too loud now, doesn't it? Um, I only get like 50% of the audio if that. Oh. Can we maybe stop with the drone circle? Oh, I remember this episode now. Private plane's always that bumpy. Sorry, Stevie, just a bit anxious to get this started. I believe in this He's looking nice in her suit. And yeah. we have an idea here that could be Roland a nice does not. jewel in the Advantage Capital Association portfolio. No, Agree? he really doesn't. Agree. Sure. Mr. Rose, Ruth Clancy He looks like a guy who assistance. just lost his job, went to the bar, and got drunk. <laughs> just yeah. Um, do you know if there's water where we're going? Two days ago. Because I just got a sudden case of dry milk. There's water waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, there's bathroom. water. Right. Johnny, Mike has been singing your praises ever since you reached out to him. He's devastated he couldn't be here for the meeting. What? Mm. Unfortunately, he had to board a flight last minute to Johannesburg, but he sends his best. Um, last minute flight to Johannesburg. That's wait till he gets back. a long flight. A On a personal note, yeah. my parents used to take me to Rose Video all the time when I was a kid. I always loved the free popcorn. Nice, nice touch. touch, Johnny. Well, thank you, Ruth. Yeah. Always important to uh, make the experience more personalized. I couldn't agree more. I, I always like to get an air popper. Ruth, Stevie, Ooh. I like your offices. 
You do you probably eat a lot of popcorn these Thank days, you. right? Uh, less than I would like, because pretty much all microwave popcorn has a shitload of sodium. You ever just make it in the in a pot on the stove? That's how we make ours. It's pretty easy. I, I have, but that takes time and energy. What are you doing? Oh, just I suppose not really. Okay, because it looks like you're packing. You see a few cherished items being neatly folded into a piece of luggage, and you immediately leap to conclusions. So you're not packing then. Moira has a very monotone closet. She does. We know where David got it from. Exactly, although she is sometimes wearing colors. Her outfit this episode not nearly as uh, groundbreaking as last episode, though. No. No, last episode was a whole thing. You're moving to New York? When were you going to tell me? Or were you just going to, like, up and leave in the middle of the night? Alexis neurosis is not becoming on a young woman. So Moira assumes the deal is done. Alexis, oh, yeah. Well, as we might remember from the rest of the show, Moira's kind of an idiot. Yeah. Also, we talked over, but let's not count our poultry before it's incubated. It's fantastic. Yeah. Felicitations, Alexis. Okay, I know this technically isn't news yet, but, like, this is really good news. Oh, Alexis. Okay, David's stomping up. Look, it's the black album. Yeah, it's the black album. What are you doing? Um, I'm on a break. What are you actually doing? I am looking up apartment rentals in New York. What are you actually doing? I forgot my wallet and keys and phone. Wait, why? Why are you doing that? Um, apparently, when Dad signs the deal, we are moving to New York. <laughs> the idea of leaving your house with out your wallet, keys, and phone. I know. <laughs> All three is fucking impressive. Okay, well, this might be a stupid question, but what if... Literally, when I was having a huge heart attack, <laughs> you grabbed your wallet to get my wallet, keys, and phone. That's fucking funny. <laughs> but you aren't David Rose, man. And then I was like, oh, I should make sure my vaccination card is in here. David, you try finding an affordable one-bedroom in a place that's not Atlantic City. This is a lot of information to process on a Tuesday morning. Like... I'm going to have to talk to Patrick about this. I missed all of this. I don't even know what Alexis is excited about. New York would be a good market for uh, she's pretty sure they're moving to New York and is looking for apartments. I would have my own bathroom. And oh my God, your bedroom would have one of those little beds that comes down from the wall. Okay, we're two people. We would get the master bedroom. But I have a lot of coats. I have yeah. been looking forward to seeing Carrie Washington in that all-female revival of 12 Angry Men. Okay, David, I'm going to have to, like, bring you down to Earth for a sec. I mean, I'd watch There's that. no way you're getting tickets for that show, but I love your enthusiasm. <laughs> okay. I have to go back to work, so why don't I just talk to Patrick, and then we shall regroup at some point, because... These people are getting way ahead of themselves. Through, like, I think that's the whole point. Yeah. Or candle fragrance, etc. Totally. Candle fragrance. Yeah. I don't want to get too excited about this. I like that I Alexis's diploma is over at the desk behind her. L. Fanning is supposed to be also, incredible as the foreman. I'm sure Patrick is super excited about living with his sister-in-law after he gets yeah. married. This is Mr. Rose and yeah, absolutely. I had a roommate after I got married well, for a while, and he was gone like eight months out of the year, and it was still see, fucking annoying. I had forgotten about that, like, met. entirely. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good to have you here. I'm Bryce Wilson. This is my partner, Trip Campbell. Say hello to Advantage Capital. Uh, the eight months didn't yeah. make up for those four months. Johnny put it that way. 
Yeah, Although yeah. I guess at this point, coach Not that would be any problems with Rose him Rose specifically. It's just having a roommate when you're married like sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's one thing my uh, my sister brought up a couple of weeks ago because she has moved to a small town up north with her fiancé, except she is still working down here two days a week, so she spends Monday nights at our house. Mm -hmm. And she made a specific point of being like, yeah, I really, like... I don't want to, if I am even slightly in the way, I'm sure it's got to be fucking weird having a roommate <laughs> for even one night a week. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. So, let's see Stevie do her magic. You might be thinking to yourself, these motels are small. How and why should I in we invest? Well, that's a good question. I hope so. Okay. We're all here. <laughs> Well, here's what are you why. laughing at, Dick? There are currently over two hundred and fifty thousand motels Evie is a sale bit stiff. Sadly, it's a dying industry, but not one without potential. Now, apply our Johnny actually seems model. perfectly natural in a home here. Reinvigoration. Yeah. Oh no, Excel crashed. I think this is this is an Excel. This is a uh, what's the slideshow one? I'll get in touch with IT. Okay. Uh, you guys in here, Do you mind if or, uh, PowerPoint. PowerPoint, that's the word I'm looking why for. Do, why did I say Excel? Roland, what are you doing? Why don't we take five, huh? <laughs> Roland's just we'll get this cleaned up. like a drunk oh cat. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, apologize. I think a quick five. Look at his fucking face. Uh, a good idea. <laughs> there we go. Roland's doing that cool, shallow breathing, thousand yard stare. <laughs> yeah. Why did they bring, why didn't Johnny just come alone? A good question. I think Stevie might have been a good addition to the team. Yeah. Uh, Roland should pretty much just be remain in the shadows. Yeah. Shadow investor. Vending their business to the corporate cognoscente. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I wonder if they'll go to the M&M store. Shall I? Oh. Pending move. Goodbye, Grace, the cake says. Excuse me. Moira, I haven't said anything yet. <laughs> Why the festivities, then? Grace is moving to Elm Valley. That's why the cake says goodbye, Grace. Oopsie. I, I, Which Moira has just been cutting apart. Out one of my notable cake sounds good. Into notably smaller pieces than are required for this group. <laughs> I'm right here. Yes. You are Grace, our timorous Grinagog. Hey, she got a line. Good job, Grace. Good job for sure that paycheck. The only one of the no, group that isn't oh, Jocelyn, no, John has decades on these Ronnie, okay, well, that makes me feel a little bit better. I or yeah, Twyla that speaks. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying she to get, roll their names. She got an under five. She'll get residuals for this. Nice. She's getting paid right now. Oh, it, it I don't know how like streaming residuals work. Well, they're, they're blowing Orly. people's minds. What's the concern? <laughs> it's just that usually when Rolly sends that emoji, it's like... But I don't know. It's Canadian money, so maybe it's great. Yeah. yeah, I get a lot of those texts during council meetings. No, listen to me, Jocelyn. The deal has to happen. Uh, I need to point out that Moira has a gigantic no. bow on her head. Very large. Okay. And I don't know how it's, it's staying there. For oh, it's like got a headband, maybe? Mm-hmm. Let's just continue celebrating Grace. Right? I'm Grace. I know. 
But she's not, you're, you're not celebrating enough. No. <laughs> Moira's losing it. Yeah. Okay, back to the store. I don't think you took long enough. Okay. Or, well, first time at the store this episode, I think. I don't know, are you? No, but you can share my muffin. Seriously, what took you so long? Are you sitting down? I'm starving. Got any muffins really back there? Not. What's up? No, but so I do have know, cake. They are currently in New York oh, securing the deal. Oh, shit. They secured the deal? Wife made Why do you have cake? Talking to people in My wife New made York a cake yesterday. The deal. Anyway, oh, just no reason. Just felt like bacon. Goes through, All right. Apparently, their plan is to move to New York. Wait, whose plan? Your parents? Yeah, and Alexis. You seem awfully excited for your family to move away. We would be moving with them. Oh, you Why? just assume. Yeah, Alexis is already short. You have a business for here. Us. One of them was featured yeah. in season three of Sex in the City. <gasps> hey, we brought wow. up that show earlier. Amazing. Everything's coming together. I don't know what to say. I know it's a lot to process. I was overwhelmed at first as well. I mean, David. They should shut that curtain here. behind Patrick. All it's okay. doing is yeah. showing off their cardboard inventory box. Good fucking point. That's just bad business. Like, you're just telling me that you want to uproot our entire lives, and it's just throwing me for a bit of a loop. Okay. Oh, I hadn't considered well, another person's feelings. You know, at this point, it's just talk. So there's Why a would David do that? that? That the deal won't go through, in which case, you know, this was just a big waste of time. And frown lines. Mmm. I thought you'd be excited. Would half a muffin help? I'm not sure. Yeah, close the curtain. Muffin help. It bothers me. He does take the muffin though, so. Yeah. You you took it, so that's a good sign. Look, we can't let this bumpy start derail why we're here. And why are we here, Stevie? Okay, they're in some kind of reception no, room now. Because yeah. we have a great idea, and they should and be. They should be lucky to have. Us. Damn right. Johnny, uh, sorry to interrupt, but we're back up and running. Oh, great. Okay. Let's do it. So I came in 200 par, and that is with half the course underwater. The this is what business people talk about. Golf. Oh, yeah, golf. And, and he was talking to these women who clearly want to kill themselves. We got a villa. Yeah. the St. Regis. Oh, very nice. I've stayed there quite a few times. Now, let me ask you, how many of you have stayed in a motel? Well, motels are small hotels without the golf courses, in case you... <laughs> well, good, good, good. So you're familiar, at least. Now, when yeah. I say motel, what comes to mind? Uh, Murders. Down, unclean, it's funny, because Johnny's been in so many awkward yeah, positions back right. in Schitt's Creek, but he really, like, controls the boardroom. I always saw motels yeah. as a this is his environment. Yeah. dreaded pit stop. But I was wrong. Motels have the potential of offering a window into the unique charm of small-town life. And that's exactly what the Rosebud Motel Group plans to do. Open that window. I mean, I suppose that's possible, right? The classic they also for a new generation. offer a window into Turns out a bed a that you can sleep in yeah. so you can get up in the morning and go on to your destination. <laughs> right. That's right. We've seen a 400% increase in occupancy since we started marketing and cleaning. And if this is what we can do <laughs> with one motel, just imagine what we can do with 10,000. That's a lot of I'm motels. Not to you for so I'm scale. To you yeah. There is value in these motels. And if I mean, you're just ask Super 8 or Fairfield Inn or Motel 6. 
My family yeah, Fairfield's. And I, have been staying in a motel I mean, Fairfield's a good step up over True. most years. Some of those have elevators. And I wouldn't trade our stay there for anything. Most of them do. <laughs> That's how strongly I believe in this idea. As Stevie can attest, if my family can find peace and comfort staying at a motel, anyone can. And I can only wish Seems that like one they're day soaking soon it in. you and your families yeah. can experience the love and simple pleasures that come with staying even for one night at a Rosebud Motel. Nice. Where every stay feels like home. Good job, That Roland. was unnecessary. Yeah, it was. Stevie's season. amped. I mean, I, th I think they liked mm -hmm. it. Johnny, even I was impressed, and I thought you had blown it for all of us. <laughs> Do you agree, Chris? Yeah. See, this is what happens when Johnny impresses me. I get confused, and I forget what I'm doing. What was in that briefcase, anyway? Nothing. You told me to look intimidating, so I brought a briefcase. That I'll makes sense. Down. I'll meet you guys downstairs. Mr. Rose, you were so good. <laughs> First a video store, and now a motel chain. What, he wants to reinvent the pager next? <laughs> 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 oh fuck. <clears throat> Roland's gonna fuck them up. Forgot my briefcase. Don't forget that. <laughs> do you people know what it took for Johnny Rose to come back and do this after being away for all that time? Shame on you. Shame on all of you. Okay, I just realized you guys are flying us home, so <laughs> I apologize for my outburst, but I don't regret it. The man's a legend. Oh, come on. These corporate people feel no shame. Family? He should have probably beaten that bearded guy to death. Yes. I'm just worried about your father. I don't believe the two of you were encouraging enough before he left. I made him a card. And I said, take care. We need to do something. It's a lot of work for Send David. Send some energy his way. Yeah. Hans, children. What's going on? Perhaps we should kneel. Kate, you're scaring me. Please. Perhaps we should kneel. Yes. Oh. Okay, are we praying? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> to whom it may concern. They kneel in a triangle on the floor. Out there trying to build back what we've lost. And I'm sorry, 510, slow talker. Okay, I think they get it. It's our turn to send him a Batment. This is feeling a bit desperate. Can we do this without holding hands? Batement? No, he's worked so this, hard while the rest of us have been flailing about. I don't think that's accurate. Or asbestos. Absolutely not the case. I implore you, please forward the phone. I just bought a house with lots of asbestos in it. My macho man. Uh, sure. You don't deserve another failure. Gonna ignore it? Oh. Just no. hope it's not a problem. <laughs> no, I'm going to get it removed. Professionally. Oh, boy. Not even by myself with a hammer and chisel. Yeesh. An angle grinder. It's got a boiler and it's like heated by radiators. Really? The pipes are all wrapped in asbestos. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm just surprised because there are a shockingly small number of houses that still have radiant heat in the KC Metro. It's a cool old house. It's very expensive. What, uh, what year? I don't remember. The 20s, I think. Mr. Rose. Ruth. Did we forget something else? It's in a, uh, Ruth, we don't it's like around the edge of Waldo and Brookside. Come on, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can. Uh, I can easily see that well, that could get very welcome. expensive. It felt like we uh, really turned things around in there. You certainly did, but between us, they won't be moving forward with the idea. How can they even decide that fast? It's okay, Stevie. They've turned down a thousand good ideas. I was in the room when they passed on Uber. Well, <laughs> that's not necessarily a good idea. I guess. I guess that's it. I don't think Uber has I yet really to turn a profit. This on no. Soil, but two of the junior partners and I are in the process of starting our own firm. We've got the team, we've secured the capital, and we're planning on launching next month. And this is exactly the kind of project we're hoping to get behind. Oh, shit. to hear from Mike first. Johnny, I think you should listen to her. Believe me, those people up there, they don't deserve to be in business with you. Mr. Rosa, I don't know, I feel like I'm getting a good vibe from her. We would love to take you for lunch and hear more about She was the only nice person in New York. Yeah. Okay, I hear another vehicle. Hey, everybody's in front of the motel. When they get here. Lounging. She looks like a comfy, nice, uh, nice evening. A couple Nobody of beers. Looks comfortable at all, though. I know. A couple of beers, maybe some hot dogs on the grill. Be... Here comes the suburb. So go either way. Oh, this hot dogs. Failure is inhumane. No, I think it's exciting. It's like deal or no deal, but with the rest of our lives. <laughs> John! <laughs> What if he'd come back and said, we don't know yet? <laughs> this would have been an awkward... So you're like a businesswoman now. Damn right I am. I sealed the deal. It was really me. <laughs> it was true. It. Sure. It we was. all did it. Champagne. Champagne for all. Can we only have champagne? Champagne for all. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that is the bit that keeps on giving. <laughs> yes. Did you see Patrick's face there at the end? He's yeah. worried. He is. Understandably. Don't worry, Patrick. This is a low-stakes show. It's going to work out. See, the thing is, I don't think he knows it's a low-stakes show. Oh, shit. It's just his life. So next episode is Start Spreading the News. And that sounds like <laughs> a reference to a song, but I don't know what song, and there's no way to look it up. So let's Impossible. All right. Um, that was... A fine episode, as has been this podcast, even if it had me mindlessly ranting about manipulative nostalgia for 15 minutes in the middle of it. Yeah. I apologize for that. It's okay. It is okay. Should we plug? I think we probably should. Hey, um, the show is on Twitter, at Talkin' Dawson. I am at Ace underscore Collins, and Eric is at The Frog, but with a zero. Rate it and review us on Apple. You know what? Don't. Don't rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. What are they going to do? Cancel us? Good question. Could they cancel us? Uh, I guess they could take us off their platform, but probably only if we put some really nasty shit. Wait. Um, but once we get canceled, all we have to do is complain about how we're canceled, and then we'll get... As big as, well, then we'll if get, not a bigger platform, Yeah, we'll right? get put on Ben Shapiro's podcast network. 
Ah. And that's where we get in the big bucks, baby. Oh, yeah. So go ahead. Cancel us, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I, heard, I heard a podcast the other day where at the end the host just said, you know, do all the things that podcasts ask you to do. <laughs> That's smart. We should just do that. Uh, one of those things is go to our website, www.creekoftheweek.com. It'll be around for a few more days. Also, email creekoftheweek at gmail.com. Send us if you want to say anything before we are out of here. And thank you to Sound of Days for our theme song. It's great. That'll be it for us. <laughs> Did I rush too much? Um, actually, we have one more thing. Oh. Call us on the telephone, 913-735-9079. Be sure to say this is a call for Creek of the Week. Because, as you might know, that phone is also the voicemail line for our other show, Johnny in a Minute, which will be out on Friday if you're interested. Once this show's over, that show's going to have a few extra episodes. So, if you can't get enough of our bullshit. (laughs) If you like like this, I I don't understand it, but hey, people like weird shit, so thank you. Um, I think that I will be uh, your fire. And I choose to say now. Bye-bye.